Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Scott Gibson show. I am Scott Gibson. I don't know what episode number this is. I, I don't know. I don't know. We've not got time. I could check. I could go on my uh, mobile te- telephonic device and check, but I'm not going to. I don't know. If you know what episode it is, hey, drop us a postcard. P.O. Box, shut up, yakunt.com. Anyway, how, ya- how are you? How are you been? Well, I hope. Safe, alive, well fed. Do you know what? I hope you're well fed. You know, I hope nobody's. I hope nobody's hungry. I don't think. I don't think he's are. I don't think anyone who listens to this podcast would be. Would be. You know, could consider themselves. You may find yourselves at times slightly hungry, but I don't think you. 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 You're. You're hunger. Your hunger's struckin. You know, you're starving. You know, if there's any amongst you with a swollen stomach and flies in your eyes, then get in touch. I will send you a Snickers. Snickers and a pint of Guinness, you know, that's, that would sort anybody, I've never understood that while children in need, don't just hand out Snickers and uh, pints of Guinness, it's a meal in a glass, you know, what would fill a swollen belly water than a good pint of Guinness, I, I, I'm asking you, anyway, 
Uh, COP26 is happening. I, I, didn't, I didn't know what COP26 was. I'll be honest. I didn't know. I thought it was a conference for the Metropolitan Police to decide how they can still uh, keep terrifying black people. But partly not. It's fucking climate. And climate's big business now. Oh, it's big business. You know? It's all kicking off. Protests in the streets. Grunberg's... Uh, fuck Grunberg. Who's that? Grun... Grun... Aye. Thunberg. Grunberg. <laughs> Grunberg is the uh, is the Scottish spin-off of Thunberg. Telling folks they can stick a climate change up their ass. How dare you? How dare you? COP26, Greenpeace sailing up the Clyde. You know, we're, we're going to get to all this. Don't worry. Because it's all happening. I, uh, I've watched the... I've been watching the news... And it's been, I've been laughing. I've no, I've no, you know, I've no laughed for a long time. Especially at the news. The news is all doom and gloom. And yes, it's, it's still very doomy and very gloomy. But there's, the last couple of days, there's been some fucking moments of joy in the news. The, this evening, before I've come in here to record my dulcet tones, a, a woman, typical Glasgow West End boot, right? Uh, from money, got that stupid fucking Glasgow West End accent that doesn't exist anywhere else in this fucking country apart from Byers Road and parts of Finiston. That fucking wanky Glasgow West End accent that fuck it's like nails doing a chalkboard. It is fucking horrendous. That those people are no real people, right? They're just a very particular two streets in the West End of Glasgow. Mum and dad buys them a flat and somehow they develop this fucking accent. Anyway, the cow's on the news and she's talking about how we just couldn't get home to Finiston because the police had cornered the dog. And already I'm laughing. And then she tells the story that she apparently witnessed a man in a wheelchair on an electric scooter whose battery ran out because he couldn't get back. I mean, it's comedy gold. It's fucking comedy gold. Now, I know that BBC News are spinning this as, he's disabled, my God, get that in the news, that's absolutely hard-hitting, uh, pulling at the heartstrings. If I am walking back from city centre, and someone in an electric scooter runs out of power, I may goddamn near pish myself with laughter, because they are <laughs> we're going to We're all going to be in electric scooters soon. Right? That's the way the world's going. It's all electric. You're not able to walk anywhere soon because walking will give you COVID. And also, listen, I have been watching the kind of, uh, what would you call them? I was going to say segments. Segments is the wrong word. It's a kind of, um, a daily rundown on the uh, the hot topics from the uh, the cuck fest that is COP26. When, when are we having a fucking minute's round of applause for the Chinese? Everybody's moaning because they're not there. They're not there because they've done their bit. They fucking killed over two million people. They've done their bit. China, everyone's like, listen, China, you've got to stop making stuff. You've got to stop. Your CO2 emissions are fucking sky high. You're killing the planet. Haiti's underwater. We don't even know where Haiti is. The small uh, islands off the coast of fucking Costa Rica. You know, and uh, the water's up to their ankles. You've got to stop. And China's like, oh, listen. We're not going to stop. i tell you what we'll do. 
Well, uh, we'll, we'll sort something out, right? If we could find a way to keep everybody logged in the house for 18 months, kill a couple of million, would that make you happy? And they went, a deal. And they've done it. So when's that going to be addressed? Anyway, my mind's going off in tangents here. So let's just pick something and let's deal with it. I think that the problem with the COP26 stuff at its core is that it has become effectively the... It's a trade show, right? That's really what it is. Climate activism, uh, you know, green companies, it's the new thing, right? Green's the new buzzword. Yeah, yeah, we're going green. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. It's business. It's money. Money makes the world go round. And the best thing about green businesses, or even this whole climate activism, or the COP26, or the UN climate change, the best thing about all of it is, if you're involved in it in a financial sense, it's the fucking holy grail of money. Because it will never end. The best way to get people buying, to get people spending, as we have said, I feel as if I'm saying it every fucking episode, is to make people afraid. Keep telling them the planet's going to end. Keep telling them that every day is going to be 300 degrees. Keep telling them that you're going to be underwater. Keep feeding them fear and they'll fucking buy your products. And the best thing about this whole climate change is the way in which it moves itself forward is by scaring people. It's a fucking genius idea. I don't understand why it's in Glasgow. I don't get it. And I don't I don't care. Right? It's not like the World Cup. You know, nobody's holding a party in fucking George Square going, and the next host of the COP26 will be Glasgow. Yeah, nobody cares. This is why no one's been interviewed. This is why they're struggling to find any Glaswegians to interview. Because the people at Glasgow don't want it. Nobody gives a flying fuck. Even in Edinburgh. We've got all the dick bags in Edinburgh. Right? I mean, maybe that should be said about the fucking city of Glasgow. None of the world leaders are staying in Glasgow. I'll have, you know, they're all fucking staying in Edinburgh. And their motorcades are travelling through every fucking morning. <laughs> I mean, I'll come to your city for your uh, climate conference, but I'll be fucked if I'm staying in that shithole. <laughs> Sebastian, how far's Edinburgh? 40 minutes in the car? Fuck that, take me to Edinburgh. Phone to Balmoral, have the presidential suite ready. The president's staying in it. Fuck me, I'll stay in the next one then. What does that say about the city? The world leaders are happy to come and talk shit, but nobody wants to fucking stay there. And what's... I'm so angry I can't even speak. What's What's getting done? Nothing. Everything that I've seen, it's a fucking cuck fest. Of who is, who's been hurt, who's who's been hurt the most by the fucking climate? Listen, see if you're in here and you've got a story to tell about climate. Come up here and tell your story, cause this is your moment to shine. It's been like four days of indigenous person after indigenous person. How many indigenous people other than getting up on that stage going here? Listen up, my fucking back garden's flooded. <laughs> my papa's got an allotment right used to grow fucking Oaxaca beans 
Fucking cunts under two feet of water. Eh? We've no got any, we've no got any orangutans left because you fucking stabbed them on the arse for Kit Kats. What the fuck you gonna do about that? Eh? It is story after story, day after day of propaganda and sound bites. I, we are all completely aware. This is this is why I think it's nonsense. This is why I think nothing will happen. Because what the media will show you, what the news shows you, is this bit, this bit at the start, right? We don't get to see the fucking meat and bones yet. You know? We don't, you know, you, you, we're not going to get to see how the sausage is made. You know? But we're now, we live in a world where I want to know how the sausage is made. No, you don't want to know, mate. It's full of arseholes and lips. Show me how the sausage is made. I can only imagine what my, my missus is walking past the bedroom and I'm screaming at a microphone show me how the sausage is made. I can only imagine what she thinks I'm talking about. So you're going to get this week, first couple of days, of people coming on, you know, telling them how bad it is. Tell us about that time when you got that tsunami. Oh, fuck me, Jesus Christ. What a mess. What a fucking mess. I didn't know water was so fast. Honest to God. Took me right off my feet. <laughs> right, next one up. Oh, it's fucking sweltering where I am. Fucking roasted so it is. <laughs> day after day of stories. All, all true. You know, all true, there are parts of the world that now that are fucked, genuinely fucked. And I don't mean like us fucked. You know, but it's like, we don't get snow anymore. Or it's fucking, it's dead warm in September. No, that kind of fucked. I mean proper fucked. People kind of live in, in the lands that their, their ancestors have been on, Christ almighty. It just places are completely in, inhabit, inhabitable. Difficult word to say. In inhabitable. I don't know why I sound like Chris Eubank when I say the word inhabitable. <laughs> oh, I'm losing my mind. My point being that you will be given this viewpoint. Right? And that, that's done for a that's done for a reason. That's done I think it's done for two reasons. It's done for the main reason for people who are sitting in their home to watch usually quite vulnerable people. And in particular, they will try and get young people, children. They'll call them young activists, but they'll try and get them as young as possible because it plays into it plays into that mindset of a vulnerable person, someone who is in distress, someone who needs your help, and they are they are targeting the old and the wealthy who are sitting at home going, this is terrible, Frank, honest to God, see all that when we fly out to fucking Torremolinos for six times a year. We can't do that anymore because all the fuel's in the plane and all that and all the times I'm farting in their seats. This wee fucking lassie in, in outer Mongolia struggling with our fucking crops and we can't have that anymore. So that's the stuff you get because it's trying to create an image and the image is that, you know, we're all dying. And we've all got to do something. And that's 100% correct. We, we have got to do stuff. But I think it is at the end of this week, possibly at the next, this part of the, or, or that part of the conference ends. 
And then what happens is effectively a scene from the thick of it. Where the world leaders leave. They go back to playing golf or murdering rent boys, whatever it is they do the rest of the year round. And the people who are responsible for making decisions in government will sit round a table and then fight with each other over who's going to pay for this. <coughs> and if there are to be steps forward, there's going to have to be give and take. Because politics is not about doing the right thing. Politics is about doing the right thing for you at that moment in time. Most political leaders, most um, cycles of politicians or leaders will be, what, four or five years? That must have been one of the loudest knocks I think I've ever heard in my, in my life. <laughs> the message had to come in and get something out of the fucking room. <clears throat> anyway, what was I saying? So, yes, the cycle of uh, a politician's life at, at the top, whether it is a president, whether it is a prime minister, will be, what, four or five years, depending if they are re-elected or if they only serve one term. If you think for one second, and you, you might want to believe that there will be some common thread that runs between government to government, and that common thread should be based around this 1.5 degree rise in global temperatures. Because that's not really going to change. But you'd be you'd be hard pushed to convince me that Boris Johnson or any other world leader, Biden in particular, who will probably be fucking dead in five years, has maybe the vision's the wrong word actually cares what the fuck is going to happen in 20 or 30 years. Because they'll be sitting on one of Epstein's island by 20 fucking 50 or whenever the the, uh, the date is for this agreement. With a feet up, couple of million in the bank, reading an MI5 briefing every day. Not giving a fuck. So we're not going to get to see the part or, or hear, really, the part of this whole thing that is of any importance, and that is the decision making, the, the give and the take, you know, the back and forth. What are we agreeing to? What are we signing up to? What are we giving away? How much money are we giving up? Because everything that's been spoken about in the last couple of days that I can see is that going towards the, the agreeing decision that the rich companies have to front the bill for this. Now, if that is the case, everything's going to be filtered down to you and I. I find it fascinating that the fucking bald-headed cunt Bezos is allowed to speak at these things. What, what are his credentials to speak at a climate conference other than being a very, very disgustingly wealthy man? This guy effectively runs a cash and carry. Right, this guy effectively runs a very big, successful Argos without the fucking catalogue. What what are his credentials to speak at a climate conference? Because he's built a fucking space shuttle. Whoopted, I've seen the earth from up here up in space and all that. And it's fucked. Shut up, Bezos! 
Uh, some of the speakers they've had at this is just fucking mind-blowing why they're involved in it. I saw a thing as well in the news there that Leonardo DiCaprio's in Glasgow. For what? Right? Fuck off. But this is my problem with the cop thing. Don't try and make this stuff fucking Hollywood. Don't try and make it all celebrity and how famous. Don't do that. If if this is fucking serious, if the science is real, right? And I don't doubt for a second that it isn't real. But if the science is real and the planet is fucked and we are now on the downward trajectory, tell Leonardo DiCaprio to go and fucking bother a couple of high school lassies somewhere and stay the fuck away from this and let actual grown-ups do the fucking discussion and get shit done. You fucking got a bit angry there, Gibbo. I don't kind yourself down, mate. Fuck's sake, calm down. So, what's going to come out of it? Who knows, man? You know? Um, I never realised the, the 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 problem that India has as well. Uh, fourth biggest uh, polluter of CO2, which seems to be the main cause of the uh, the rise in temperatures. Uh, the, now, the, 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 the planet, the globe, every fucking nation on this planet is trying to get to this carbon zero by 2050 or before, right? And India says, listen, this is we'll do final offer 2070. 20 years after everybody else, India thinks they're going to get there. What What is the point in all the discussions? I really don't know. Because everything's going to come down to you and I. Everything's going to come down to you and I. It's going to be down to you to solve climate change. It's not going to be down to World leaders, go be down to you. You're going to be getting fined for no recycling. You're not going to be able to go certain places. You're not going to be able to buy certain foods. It's fucking. In fact, let me just look at this. This is an article I found which got my uh, angry juices going. This is, of course, it's from the Guardian because where else would this shite come from? And this is the stuff that fucking really pissed me off because the amount of fucking bullshit like this that is currently being spread around. Nine things you can do about climate change. This is a very subtle way to let you know that you're going to be responsible for it. Forget Bezos and his fucking global empires, right? Who still dodge all their fucking tax. And people might go, this isn't about tax. This is about money, cunts. This is about money. Everything that happens on this fucking planet is about money. And that is it. So if you don't think that Companies like Amazon, who do not pay their way in tax, is not impacting climate change. You're an absolute fuckwit. Because that money that is dodged can be used in ways to benefit the climate. Everything is about money. Every decision that's going to be made in the fucking SECC is about money. So get that into your heads. They couldn't. Everybody in that building couldn't give a fuck if the world ends tomorrow. It is about money. And according to The Guardian, here are the nine things that you can do about climate change. So let's read these together. Uh, with so many experts on climate change here at Imperial, and this has been put together by uh, Imperial College London, a bunch of fucking inbred cunts they are, uh, many people ask us what, their per- what they personally can do about climate change. And how does this fit into the bigger picture, you fucking woke cunts? We spoke to our scientists at the Grantham Institute and drew up a list of the most achievable ways you personally can make a difference. While individuals alone may not be able to make drastic emission cuts, uh, unless you fart into a cushion, uh, 
they can limit climate change to acceptable levels. Personal action is essential to raise the importance of issues of policymakers and businesses. Blah, 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 shut up. Okay, here we go. Nine things you can do, right? You, listening now, no one else, you can do to help climate change. Number one, what will it be? Could it be something drastic? Could it be, you know, recycle more, travel less? What is it? Number one, here we go. Make your voice heard by those in power. Uh, wrong. Shut up. Bollocks. What a fucking lot of nonsense. Make your voice heard. I mean, what? Are you going to go and fucking stand outside JP Morgan in Glasgow dressed up like a tampon, like one of the fucking out-of-work uh, amateur dramatic cunts? Dress up like a suffragette, cover your selling oil. Do you know who fucking makes a difference? Remember that monk that set his cell on fire? That cunt! I don't even know what he was protesting. The fucker was on the, the front of an album cover, fuck's sake. Do you think any one of these fucking failed Britain's Got Talent am-dram bastards jumping about Grangemouth or fucking J.P. Morgan are ever going to be in the front of an album cover? Are they fucked? But that monk that torture yourself was, do you have any idea what he was fucking uh, shouting about? Could have been... Orange robes, the price of rice, I don't fucking know, but the cunt sat down and he set sail on fire, and that, now that's how you get heard. Am I saying that these climate activists should go and tell themselves? I'm not saying that. But I am saying if one of insulate Britain walked out and took a flask of tea out of her fucking bag, super glued herself to the Emmy, and then fucking exploded, I'd be like, right, listen, let's hear what these cunts have got to say. Make your voice heard. Suck my fat dick, Guardian. Tell your member of parliament, local councils. Well, we can't. We can't tell them because the fucking cunts are going and stabbing people. So you can't tell your member of parliament. I don't even know who my MP is. The fucker's probably too busy trying to find out how to put in a claim for his duck house, let alone listing my views on climate change. And also, I've not got any views. Make your voice heard. How is that number one? How the fuck is that number one? And this is a gate. I'm getting angry, Gibble. Take a deep breath, son. Take a deep breath, Gibble. This is again my point, how this just adds to the fucking bullshittery of it all. I am sitting here as someone who honestly, hand on heart, and I don't say this for comedy value, I'm, I genuinely mean it, I couldn't give a fuck about anything, there's nothing I care about, other than my missus and my dog, I, I don't care about climate, I don't give a fuck, but I understand this in a bad way, so tell me, Tell me what I can do to make it better. Well, you can make your voice heard. You've lost me. Now that's me out. Right? I'm wiping my hands. Go fuck to your... Go and get on with it. Right? Go and fucking get on with it. This is the problem. These assholes, and I mean all of them. I mean the Guardian. I mean the fuckers that are super gluing themselves to the M25. All of these fucking nuggets. Greta Thunberg. The fucking ball bag sailing up the Clyde. Every one of these assholes does not understand that us, the working class, the normal people, are the fucking ones they need to get on board. It's not the politicians, it's not the people in power, it's us. Because we are the fucking power. We are the ones that spend money. We are the ones that put us in thousand pounds of debt to buy fucking shit. We are the ones that live month to month in our overdraft because we're fucked. We are the people you need to get on your fucking side. And if you can convince us to do stuff, we will fucking do it and we will change the world. 
we are the people you need to convince, not the fucking Tory, rent boy shagging, inbred, Oxbridge, fuck nuggets. Not them, it's us. And if you're going to start by saying things like, make your voice heard, you can go and take a fuck to yourself. Tell me actual things that we can do. Number two, eat less meat and dairy. Again, again, fuck off. Fuck off with this shit, right? Fuck off with this eat less meat and dairy bullshit. Stop it. Just stop it, okay? There are, I know at least three vegans. Hunters of them. It's a balance now, right? Some people, they don't have the luxury. They don't have the education, to have a balanced diet. And even what is a balanced diet? I had a fucking great uncle Alec. 108 when the bastard died. What did you him doing underwater for 20 minutes before he would fucking finally go? Solid as a rock. Outlived his entire family. Sons. Buried. Grandchildren. Dead. Wife. Forget about it. 108 year old. He drank whiskey. He ate meat. And he done a fucking 90 hour week. Some people don't have the luxury. And I know that a lot of the people who bang the drum about this, we've got to become vegan or really cut down on the meat consumption in the day. You don't understand what it is like to go into a supermarket with 20 fucking pounds and somehow find a way to feed yourself and two fucking kids. You do not fucking know. But you will stand in your soapbox and preach to cunts about how we need to eat less fucking meat and drink less dairy or eat less fucking cheese. Well, fuck you. Because a planet without baby bells are fucking smoked cheese, man. Oh my God, a good smoked cheese. Then they were fuck. I will happily... Happily, and again, I don't say this for comedy. I will happily sit at home and watch a number of islands fucking drown than ever give up smoked cheese. So, number one, you've lost me. Make your voice heard. No interested. Just what I do. I just want to live my life. I want to go to work and I want to enjoy my life. I'm not interested in having a voice heard. Okay, that's for you, ball bags. Number two, eat less meat and dairy. That's a it's a hard no. That's a negatory, right? Number three. I mean, there's there's nine things here. Are they, are they even going to get me on any of these? I highly doubt it. Number three, cut back and flying. We've been locked in the house for two years. We've been locked in the house for two years. I've no fucking flown anywhere. We've been locked in the house for two years. Now listen, this, this adds on nicely to a lot of the, the stuff that people are saying. Are these world leaders flying in? Yes, because how else are they going to get there? Eh? How else are they going to get there? Hoyer balloon? Cycle? Don't be stupid. Right? Don't be fucking stupid. <laughs> See if I'm a world leader. A world leader, right? Not a scout leader, okay? Or a fucking, uh, I don't know, any leaders, right? A band leader, you know? You're the guy at the front of the orange walk with the, the baton, okay? A world leader. You're a presidente. A first minister. A prime minister. I'm flying. Alright? And I don't give a fuck if it's a pure 60s fucking jet that's banging out fucking four-star fumes. I'm flying. So go over yourself. 
I bet all their jets, all the fucking stuff that they're pumping it. It's all right for them to say that we can't fly. Yes, you cannot fly because you know what? They're flying into a climate conference. You're flying to a fucking shithole expat place in Spain. Today what? Read the daily record, eat a fucking fried breakfast and get drunk on shit lager every night. It's not the same fucking thing. Cut back and flying. I mean, who who do the Guardian think we are? Eh? Do the Guardian think we're all fucking jet setters? Uh, listen, should we go to the uh, the, the Grand Prix in Monaco or jet off to Saint Tropez? Why don't we take in the uh, the fjords this this afternoon? I'm just flying every fucking weekend. Again, they are not targeting the working class person. And that is the person they need on their side. Make your voice heard. Fuck off. I'm not interested. I just want you to tell me what I need to do and I'll do it because I don't really care about this stuff. I just want to go on in my life, watch the football, get my hole and have a laugh. That's it. Number two, eat less meat and dairy. Not going to happen. Move on. Number three, Cut back on flying. How often do you think I fly, Kunto? I mean, what are people getting? One holiday a year? Maybe a wee city break? Maybe two holidays a year if you're lucky? How often do they think we're flying? Again, moving on to point number four. Nine points, we're a third of the way through and they still have not got one point that some that I can actually physically do to help. Number four. Leave the car at home. No! Why? To go and get raped in a bus? Forget it. Forget it. Leave the car at home. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I mean, the other day, two fucking trains crashed in a tunnel. Jank, jank, good run the hospital beds. Cunt's missing fucking arms and feet. I bet you're really happy you left the car at home. No, I'm not, mate. I'm in a fucking train crash in a tunnel. Leave a car at home. Absolutely not. Again, anybody fucking... What is this? King's College? Imperial College London? Or any fucker at the Guardian who thinks... Let's put a number four. Leave the car at home because, you know, the emissions... People should be getting public transport. You've never got a night bus through Glasgow, cunt. Or got on a subway at Cessnock to an empty fucking tube carriage and then shat yourself the whole way until somebody else got on because you're terrified you're going to go through one of the tunnels, the lights will go and a fucking monster's going to be sitting in front of you. Leave the car at home. No. Again, fourth. We're four points in. Not one of these is fucking tangible. Five. Reduce your energy use and bills. We're already trying that. We're already trying that. Right? But we can't. Everything's online. I've got to have my phone charged constantly. Everything's done through my phone. My banking, everything. My life is in my phone. So it's got to be charged. You know? Can I go to the house? Can I leave? So I've got to leave the car at home. Can I go anywhere? Right? Can I eat meat and dairy? Can I do fuck all? Can I fly? So I've got to sit in the house. What, in silence? By candlelight? Shut up. Don't have my lights on. Don't have the heating on. Eh? Don't have, don't put your heating on. For fuck's sake. Keep your energy bills down. I know you're out there working a 60 hour week, knocking your fucking pan in, in a job that you hate, to try and provide for your family, give them a better life than the life that you had. I know that. But listen, see when you come home, and you're fucking Baltic, after a hard day's work, 
Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Cook a fucking hot meal or put that heat on. Don't you fucking dare. You'll sit there and you'll eat a vegan-based fucking soya, corn, fucking bean paste, muck, and you will eat that cold. And you will be cold and then you will go to bed. And that better be in fucking man-made fibres because if there's a duck feather in that fucking pillow, MI6 is coming through your door and it's putting two fucking bullets in your child's forehead. Alright? So, one, make your voice heard. No. Two, cut down the meat. Shut up. Three, stop flying. Don't fly as it is. Four, leave the car at home. No thank you. Five, reduce your energy bills. Suck my dick. Let's move on. We're in number six. Are we going to get one? Are we going to get one thing? Like fucking take the plastic tops off your bottles. Are we going to get anything? Six. Respect and protect green spaces. Who the fuck wrote this shit? What the fuck does that mean? What the fuck does that mean? Respect and protect green spaces. They're fucking running out of ideas. Green spaces such as parks and gardens are important. They absorb carbon dioxide and are associated with lower levels of air pollution. What the fuck is this shit? Plant trees. The Woodland Trust are aiming to plant 64 million trees. Good for them. And so they should. It's the Woodland Trust. I'm not the Woodland Trust. I'm Scott Gibson. Comedian stroke podcaster. Am I going to go and plant trees? No, I am fucking not. Respect and protect green spaces. Is that some kind of fucking sectarian thing, man? Is that like the Green Brigade and all that? Wait a minute here. <laughs> Wait a minute here. Are the fucking, uh, are the Green Brigade climate activists? Hold on a minute. Is that how they'll know where poppies? <laughs> that's how, that's how the Green Brigade will know where poppies, my man. Because of all the fucking poppies that died in World War Two. <laughs> oh, I'd love to see the Green Brigade speaking at COP26. We, I was going to say we are the people, but they're not the people. We, the Green Brigade, are no happy that us, the the good Selic, are being discriminated against UEFA for low-end poppies. Did you know, in both world wars, more than 40 million poppies well, destroyed and displaced due to Nazi propaganda. Right, we're six points in, Guardian, and you've not given us one actual thing that I could go away to do, I could go after this podcast and start doing. Not one. Three to go. Point seven. Invest your money responsibly. Have they got any fucking money, you cunts? Have they got any? Because the Tory government keep taking it off me and the fucking French are stopping the fishermen or some shit, and because of that, the Russians are putting a pipeline through Germany, and now fucking diesel's £1.49, and my fucking gas bill's gone up, so stick your money to fuck, I'm putting four grand in crypto, and if it Disney fucking go up by January, I'm hanging myself in my fucking garage. Eight, cut consumption and waste. What does that mean? What does that mean? Stop eating breakfast? Eat my fucking garbage? What does that mean? Cut consumption and waste. Just... Just bullshit nonsense. We're all going to go back to getting a fucking incinerator. That's what's going to happen. We're going to get a fucking incinerator in the backyard gardens and we're going to have to start burning our own rubbish. Nonsense. Number nine. Talk about the changes you make. Oh my God, this fucking woke fucking bullshit, man. 
Conversations are a great way to spread big ideas. As you make these positive changes to reduce your environmental impact, share your experience with your family, friends, customers and clients. Don't be a bore or confrontational. Instead, talk positively and be honest about the ups and downs. To find out more about ways that you can make a positive impact on climate change, take a loaded gun, stick it in your mouth and pull that trigger, you fuck nugget. What a complete waste of time and money. Because some bastard was paid to put this together. Imperial College London. Okay? One of the most, you know, certainly recognisable branch of the, of the high echelon of the London uh, colleges. In partnership with The Guardian and the Grantham Institute, there are nine things that you can do to help climate change are make your voice heard, eat less meat and dairy, cut back on flying, leave the car at home, reduce your energy use, respect parks and green spaces, invest your money responsibly, cut consumption and waste, and talk about the changes you make. Nine things that are a total waste of your fucking time. This is my problem with all of this nonsense. See if that was nine things like, I don't, and this is the thing, I don't even know. Because right now, we, my missus is big on fucking recycling, right? She's vegetarian and it's a bit hard for her now because it seems as if vegetarians are just the forgotten people. Right? It feels as if vegans have become very militant. You're a vegetarian, so you still drink the fucking baby juice of a cow, you fucking bastard. She doesn't even drink milk. She drinks fucking shite nut milk, right? Which I sometimes mix up and I go, this fucking coffee tastes like it's half. She's like, no, that's my soy milk. And I go, soya what? And throw a hot coffee in her face. Because don't you dare give me soya milk. What was I saying there? There must be... There must be things that we can do to to change. There must be. And again, I don't know. So I'm just thinking off the top of my head, right? Already I recycle. I take all the cardboard. And um, we we have we have a separate cardboard bin. We have a plastics bin. We already do that, right? We've just got a new food bin for our food waste. We do that. Okay? I bought a diesel car a couple of years ago when I was told to buy a diesel car. Now, apparently, a diesel car is the exact same as taking a shit into a newborn child's mouth. So, I don't know where we stand on that. But if they say things to us like, you know, don't buy this product or recycling this way, give us actual things that we can do today or at home to make things better for the planet. Tell us what we need to do and we'll do it. And it's not because people are stupid or it's not because people are no interest. It's because we generally don't know. Most of us recycle. If you live in a block of flats like I do, you will have recycling bins. And if you live in a house, you've probably got fucking 60 different bins that the council can't pick up unless you live in Glasgow because those fucking mafia robbing bastards are apparently down in tools because they want bin men in Glasgow to be paid the same as the fucking Sultan of Brunei. Don't know what the fuck's all that about. I don't know what's happened within the uh, the ranks of the Glasgow City Council bin department that they suddenly feel they should be on 250 grand a year for picking up a fucking bin. Hey boys, how about you shut your traps and get back to fucking work? I don't know what we can do. 
I don't know what we can do, but I can tell you right now, I'm not getting up meat and I'm not getting up dairy. I'm going on holiday once, hopefully twice a year, and I'm definitely never getting public transport. So forget that. One thing I'll say before we fucking move away from this and talk about the Greenpeace shit, because I, uh, I'm i kind of getting bored, and I'm also realising we've been running about this for 42 minutes. I do find it quite interesting now that because of the level of recycling my missus does, I now look at, I used to think, if it's fucking cardboard, if it's a box, it's a box, fuck it in the bin. But you, apparently you had to, you've got to read the box and it tells you which part of your, the thing you have is recyclable because not everything can be recycled. So I still find it quite interesting when I buy certain things in the supermarket and there's parts of it that can't be recycled, whether it be the lid, whether it be a part of the film, uh, whether it be a part of the box, a container, there are still certain things that can't be recycled. Now, if we are, again, putting this much pressure on people, because remember, it's your fault that all this is happening, not big business, why is there not the same level of pressure put on supermarkets and put on big business? For example, if Tesco, and I'm just using Tesco because they're the biggest supermarket of them all, but if Tesco, or any other ones, is selling a product that contains a piece that is not recyclable. Remove that from the shelves, remove it from circulation, and find the supermarket. Find them £1 million. Now you might think, Gibble, that is fucking extreme. But if we are to believe all of the fucking bullshit stories that they feed us every fucking day in the fucking Attenborough, oh my god, the planet is... I'm fed up here. So if we are at breaking point, then it's got to be extreme. So you have to say to these businesses that we interact with on a daily basis, Tesco, Asda, Sainsbury's, all the supermarkets, Lidl, Aldi, whatever it may be, that people go to every single day to get their food, to get their shopping, to get their clothes, we have to say to them, every single thing that you sell, every single item you sell must be 100% recyclable. So if someone buys something from your shop, they can eat it, drink it, use it, wear it, but whatever packaging it comes from, they are able to recycle that. Now you go a step further and you say within all of those products, they also 50% of them, 60%, 70%, pick a number, have to come from a reusable source, a recyclable source. So the packaging has to be recyclable. Go there and if they don't do it, Find them. A million pounds. Every fucking product, find them a million pounds. That's never going to happen. That's never going to happen. So what is the give here? Big business is where the, the attention should be. Not the man in the street. Big business is where the sanctions need to be, where the decisions need to be, where the changes need to be, not you or I. Because I guarantee you what will come out of COP26 from the Scottish government will not be to tax Amazon. Will not be to go after supermarkets for recyclable or reusable products. It will not be, for example, to go after fast fashion. It will be to give you another fucking bin. A rainbow bin to put all your fucking wet wipes in. <sighs> Plastic.
planet's dying, man. Planet's dying. Fucking set off a flare, have a steak and a wank. Shut your fucking mouth. Right, Greenpeace. Um, these crazy bastards. I think uh, Police Scotland have missed a trick here. Um, I really do. Um, so you, you may have heard of this, you may not have heard of it, but the Greenpeace have got a number of ships, actually. In fact, let's just fucking Google that, because that's always a good laugh. We get to see a bunch of hippies in the open sea. Um, Greenpeace. Uh, Greenpeace. Ships. Google. Ships. Greenpeace International. Uh, have you ever dreamed of sailing on a Greenpeace ship? Absolutely not. I have had wild dreams. Uh, I dreamt there was a squirrel once. And uh, just fucking nothing happened. Just went about being a squirrel. But I have never dreamt of sailing the oceans as part of the Greenpeace. Uh, their fleet, they have the Arctic Sunrise, the Esperanza, the Rainbow Warrior, and the Witness uh, is the four ships that Greenpeace have got. Shows you the fucking money that Greenpeace have. Anyway, uh, Greenpeace uh, Rainbow Warrior ship sets sail for Glasgow, COP26, despite SEC berthing ban. Now, uh, Police Scotland and COP26 organisers told Greenpeace... Don't bring that fucking ship up here, right? Because we're on the Clyde and fucking boats that size aren't allowed on the Clyde. So don't even fucking dare come up here, right? Just don't do it. And Greenpeace will like, please can we come up? And they all says, no, you're not allowed to come up. And guess what Greenpeace did? They're fucking on their way and they're coming up anyway. So do you know what I would do? I would wait until they get to fucking Helensburgh and then I would fucking sink the cunts. Sink the bastards. Get Trident, launch a wee one and blow the fuckers out of the water. It might be extreme, but if they have contacted you and they've said, can we sail our boat up there because we want to come and cause a right fucking ruckus because we're Greenpeace. No, you can't. See if they come anyway. That's an act of terrorism. Fucking sink the bastards. That would be... the If I was Boris Johnson or Nicola Sturgeon, I would go for a fucking wagamama that night to celebrate. What did you do today? And you look all happy. I fucking sunk Greenpeace's warrior fucking rainbow right to the fucking bottom of the sea outside Helensburgh. Fucking spadoosh. Sunk you bastards. What are you talking about? They're on the phone like here. We're Greenpeace. We're coming up there because I right fucking ruckus. Now I went, are you mate? Aye. Good luck getting past Greenock. Fucking fire that will. Boom. Sink them. Am I, again, is this not an act of war? Can we sail our ship up the Clyde to be part of the fucking rabble that is COP26? No, you can't. Boats aren't allowed up there. Well, guess what, cunt? We're coming anyway. That's fine. We're going to sink you in fucking Greenock. Sink them. The Rainbow Warrior left Liverpool on Saturday heading for the Clyde to deliver a statement from young climate campaigners on board to the world leaders gathering in Glasgow for the summit. Listen, see if you have a child on board a Greenpeace uh, ship, you should be in jail and your children should be put in some kind of fucking camp. Gibble. Come on. Greenpeace said it contacted Clyde Port for permission to sail up the Clyde uh, and berth outside the SEC but was told uh, it was told as per the notice to the Mariners the Rainbow Warrior cannot sail down the River Clyde and that this area is now controlled by Scottish police. But the environmental organisation is now uh, in a collision course 
with the Scottish police. Greenpeace said the captain has decided to ignore the warnings from the Port Authority. Sink them, they're terrorists! Pirates! Sink them, fucking sink them! Captain has decided to ignore warnings. I mean, it's in black and white. The captain has decided to ignore warnings. So you've got two options in my mind. You either sink the bastards or you do fucking, what is it, Captain Mandolin, whatever his name is, you fucking get on that boat and you go, I'm your Captain Nadi, and you cut the fucker's throat. <laughs> and they're pirates, they're no activists, they're fucking pirates. Captain has decided to ignore the warnings from the Port Authority and will continue the ship's journey as the activist's message and presence at COP26 is fundamental to its success. Shut up. It isn't fundamental to your success. This is the thing. All these activists, all these fuckers outside Grangemouth, outside JP Morgan's, dressed up, doing their, oh my God, can I put this in my CV? It's, it's just like performing at the Edinburgh Fringe. It's bloody fantastic. They all think that they are part of change. And you're not. You're just being really fucking annoying. And you're just turning normal people off. Because if somebody was to sit down and explain to a normal person, listen, we need to get it to one and a half degrees. What does that mean? It means that the average temperature of the world is getting hotter. And if scientists have agreed, if it, if it, we can't maintain it to this one and a half degrees rise, it's going to continue to cause severe problems for the earth, whether that be extreme weather conditions or problems for crops or, or parts of the of the planet will just become where no one can live anymore if we exceed this 1.5 degrees temperature change. We're on course at the moment for about 2.5, 2.7. So we have to do drastic changes over the coming years to try and keep it at this level. We can't really fix anything because we've gone past the point where anything can be fixed. We just need to try and maintain it. Fucking hell, here! I didn't realise it was that bad. It's really bad, Dad. That's why we should watch the news. And we should try and maybe understand a little bit of what we can do. Right, stick the news on him, let's see it. And he turns the fucking news on, and there's somebody in red face paint, or with a fucking jerry can over their head, pretending that they're spewing up oil. And he's like, what the fuck is this shit? No, Daddy, they're just activists, don't worry about it, right? They're not really part of it. No, that's fucking get me involved in this nonsense. Fucking get the football in, man. Champions League night. They are not fundamental to any success. They're really not. The Guardian's already told you what you need to do anyway. Should have stayed in Liverpool. Fucking sink them. The Rainbow Warrior is Greenpeace's famous ship, is it? That said, the world promoting conservation highlighting practices that are harmful to the environment. Greenpeace plans to meet up at the venue with other campaigners already in Glasgow. Uh, COP26. This is what it is. It's just a fucking... This is like the World Cup for fucking climate cunts, isn't it? Are the hippies at Faz Lane going to go down for it as well? Or are they, they kind of leave the post? There are four activists on board from countries and communities uh, severely impacted by climate change who will deliver the message, stop failing us, don't care. Uh, Franza Fra Farouk Franco, 22, from Bangladesh, said if they think they can hold a climate summit that will decide our future without us present, they've got another thing coming. People from the most affected areas have been ignored for long enough. Oh, shut up, man. Shut up. See all this bullshit. If they think they can hold a climate summit without us, the people most affected, but they've got another thing coming. You, you 
can come to Glasgow. Nobody's fucking stopping you. Get on a plane. Can I get on a plane? I'm going to just flight. We're here to be heard, number one. Not cause trouble. You probably will cause trouble. And my friends and I are sailing to the climate summit, whether they like it or not. Our message, our voice, our presence. It's too important for us not to turn back now. Well, I hope your voice can be heard from the bottom of the fucking sea. Because you're pirates. Jacopita Kandanga, 24, from Namibia, said, We're tired of being listened to and we're tired of being ignored. Despite this, we've travelled long distances to be here. Some of us during our final exam... Oh, fuck off. I can't even read this. We are from the most affected areas. You cannot discuss and decide on our futures without us being present. We're not deciding your future. We don't care about these places. Right? We care about us. Okay? We don't care about Bangladesh and Namibia. I'm just being honest. Nobody fucking cares. And nobody in that bloody conference cares either. Right? We care about fucking Florida because it's where Disneyland is and Edinburgh is the castle. Right? That's what we care about. Sh- shut up. These bloody fucking sink them. Fucking sink them. They're pirates. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine if they fucking sunk the Greenpeace ship. Oh my god. <laughs> Hey, get my vote. You get me, I'd be like, here, Nicola, have another fucking ten. Have another crack at independence, man. I'll not have a bad word saying about that last week. Yes, she kept us in the house for fucking two years. Yes, we're still wearing masks when it's fucking utterly pointless. Yes, I'm on my fifth booster shot when I don't even, I can't even remember when COVID was doing, I'm still getting booster jags. But that woman sunk the Greenpeace ship off the coast of fucking Greenock. And that wee lassie can be in office for as long as she fucking wants, as far as I'm concerned, I'll have nothing said about it. This has been an interesting episode. Um, you know, I, uh, I hope you've uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, what other things have we got to talk about? Uh, oh, God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save this for the, the, the Patreonis, right? Because she's getting a Sunday service, obviously, as well. Uh, you know, because there's, there's obviously real news going out there as well. Uh, woman glassed a Witherspoon's working for stealing another table's chicken. I mean, stuff like that. These, these are the, the things that will be discussed at the Climate Summit. You know? What parts of the UK will be underwater if the sea levels keep rising? Uh, London. Uh, so, again, good. No one cares. Okay? Again, things that will not be discussed at the Climate Summit. Right. Let's end this one. Ranty. Uh, shouty. Yes. Uh want to give a shout out to Stephen McLean for commenting with the questions, mate. Uh, Carbon Footprint, the leaders, Greenpeace, Sailing, thank you for that. Shout out as well to Douglas Anderson, mate, for showing me that picture that you put up at your work. Uh, the sticker, uh, fucking legend. Uh, let me also say shit. Oh, where are the dates? Here are the dates. Right. <clears throat> this is, I, sh- I, should, I should be taking more time than this to do it, but... Uh, I'll do a proper post very soon, but I'll tell you now, I am going to be doing a one-off special gig in Glasgow on the 30th of December. That odd period between Christmas and New Year when fuck all happens, well, there's something happening. Your old da is going to do a one-off special end-of-year gig uh, at the Classic Grand in Glasgow, December the 30th. Tickets are on sale now. They're on my website and they're on C tickets as well. Uh, just search for Scott Gibson if you're going to see tickets 
or go to my website, bigscottgibson.com. Uh, snap them up. Come and join me. We'll have a laugh. Uh, it's going to be great. I don't really know what I'm going to do yet. I will be doing stand-up. I might possibly try and squeeze in some kind of quiz, maybe some live music as well. Make it a bit of a night. But whatever it is, it's going to be uh, a good wee send-off for the year. And uh, I hope you can join me. So it's a one-off gig. Um, it's not a tour show. It's not the tour show that I'm doing just now. Um, rejoice. It's a one-off thing. And um, aye, there'll be some old stories, some new stories, some rants, some fun. It's going to be good. And I hope you can come and join me for that. So 30th of December, uh, Classic Grand in Glasgow. Please do come along if you can. Go to the website, get your tickets, bigscottgibson.com. For those ones, it should be... It's going to be a belter, so come and join me. And tour dates for next year uh, are up on the website as well, bigscottgibson.com. We're going to January 15th, uh, Eastgate Theatre in Peebles. January 29th, the Beacon Theatre in Greenock. February, the Brunton and Musselburgh, 10th uh, February, Eden Court in Inverness. March 5th, Howden Park, Livingston. March 25th, Accidental Theatre in Belfast. April 29th, Bigger Corn Exchange. May 1st, Lemon Tree in Aberdeen. May 21st, the Roomborough Hall. May 26th, Storytelling Centre in Edinburgh. More dates coming soon. Uh, almost all the ticket links are up there. If they're not up yet, they're coming very soon. Get on the website. If you're not on the Patreon, get on the Patreon. Support me, support the show. Support yourselves. Support life. Recycle. Stop eating meat. Drink less milk. Wash your hands and your arsehole. See you in the battlefield soon. Onwards. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.